Yo, we're fucking back in business. What's up, Case Dog? 17. This is episode 17. Who's our special guest today? Nobody. Who's our special guest host? You are. Just me and you, dog. Getting through it. Episode 17. Back to fucking basics. Do what we supposed to do. We shut it down. I forgot how to do this. Yeah. The first thing that happens is you read a thing. Okay. Or <clears throat> is this my voice? Is this my is the is, this is the is this my voice? Yeah, that's that's is that my voice. That sounds like you. Welcome to Telefriends, where we're listening to the messages you leave at 304-518 James. Jams. My name's Casey Macosis Bo. Hello, Bo. Hi. I've heard these calls. Bo hasn't heard shit. Let's get into it with call number four. Call number four coming the fuck up. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Sorry. I've been dying to do my Paula Dean impression. <laughs> to win. I pointed this in to a friend. Uh, yeah, that aside, uh, I have a question for you guys. It's kind of a... Man, we could do this as a jam in, jam out thing. Shit, man. Uh... So we're going to hit up on karaoke as the topic. Got it. Uh, what's your favorite karaoke jam? I'm looking at you, Bo, because uh, I know Casey will never and never has and will never, ever, ever do karaoke, you ever. Uh, <laughs> just like he's never locked his keys in his car, <laughs> which I know to be a lie. Uh, but yeah. So, what's your favorite karaoke jam? My my recent favorite is uh, Billy Joel's "Moving Out." Oh, I love that. Parentheses, Anthony's song in parentheses. <laughs> uh, it's a jam. It, it definitely is a jam. All right, bye. <laughs> Yo, thanks, dog. What? Let's let's go through the let's break it down into sections. Okay. <clears throat> One. I believe you've done karaoke. I have. This color knows I've done karaoke. I've done karaoke with this color. You've done karaoke with me. I have. What did we do? We fucking murdered some shit. We did, uh... We did, uh... Something from Watch the Throne. What did we do? Yeah, yeah. We, we can't say it. Because of... Yeah. Inwards in Paris? Mm-hmm. Yep. We, we were so lily white liberal that we would say the word while we were rapping it i don't think no 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 no, no. <laughs> I, I refused i um, love for that <laughs> we did we fucking yo we broke it down yeah. uh should we jam in and jam should we jam in jam out that thing i think we should i, I thought we, i thought i'd start with an early jam in jam out keep you on your toes a little bit all right oh you're looking for that song I think Will did an excellent job. I'm very happy. Like, I listened to the show without me and still like the show. So Whoa. that's why I think I know that we're doing something good. <laughs> yeah, Will Will really came in and fucking yeah. he was clutch, man. He, he knew what he was gonna do. <clears throat> he yeah, he he was he, he was, was he was making moves. My getting sick 
made it so we didn't get to do the thing where we just stared at him until he sang a version of We Got Ghosts. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk until he sang something. <laughs> I wasn't going to acknowledge he was there. Yeah, there's a bang. All right. I love this song. I couldn't think of what song this was. I didn't look it up, but now that I remember now. This would be a good karaoke. Yeah. so good fucking the dip set does a killer there's a there's a killer dip set like mixtape track where they did anthony's song so fucking good i think you need to seriously consider about adding this to your karaoke this one yo billy joel is the thinking man's bruce springsteen i fucking love billy joel thinking man's work is he doing that much more like intellectually (laughs) i think so The, the boss Started, right? <laughs> like he was just humming to himself, and was like, "Kinda like, kinda 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 like, and they're like, we can't afford you, Billy Joel. <laughs> songwriting. We're hiring a guy who sounds exactly like you to re-sing this song. Bummer. You should never argue with a crazy my, 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 my. You ought to know do you, by now. You ought to know Do you have a karaoke standby? No, I don't do it often enough. I always do it with somebody. I don't solo. You're a duets guy? Yeah. Because I'm afraid of my power. I mean, here's the thing. It's jam and jam out situation. I only get to pick one jam. And so I'm going to give you my fucking signature karaoke yeah. joint. But there's a lot of karaoke jams. Like um, like our homie JP. That guy has two, um, last I checked, two documented pregnancies that resulted from his performance of Usher's Nice and Slow. <laughs> Is he one that does the ones that He's have a, a nice karaoke long breakout? No. Will does a thing where he... So, uh, they can, so they can do story time in the middle? Right. Will yeah. only picks songs like November Rain with like giant 32 bar bridges so that he can <laughs> give a speech in the middle of it. It's pretty good. <laughs> I like... Yeah. And there's a couple of ways to, to, to approach karaoke. Um, but... And so I have a lot of songs that I like to do. Like... Uh, but my number one is this one. It's like just, it's fucking cornball. Yeah. It's kind of long, isn't it? Yeah. It's a long one. But it's like, he, he, he fucking feels every word, man. Does he? Does he? <laughs> it's a long intro. Put some string, put a string section. Yeah, more strings. 
Yo, this is from the movie Armageddon. Watch you smile while you are sleeping. While you're far away and dreaming. I could spend my life in this sweet surrender. I could stay lost in this moment. I like that it soars in the thing. And then it does try to do that. Every moment spent. Look, I mean, the shit. Fuck, if you're gonna take the shit seriously, what are you doing karaoke for? <laughs> because they added 45 seconds of strings. This is kind of a hook, like it's a Michael Bay film, dog. What do you want? I have alternate picks. If you want another karaoke jam, if you want like a less obvious karaoke jam, because that's what I think is like everybody's doing hooked on a feeling. You can't get it in and out of a karaoke situation without tiny dancer and i love that song yeah don't get it twisted but um you know if you want to like throw a curveball maybe you could you could you could you could walk in with one of these Josie's on a vacation yeah, this is a good one. yeah it's good because it kicks right in it's like it's not super obvious but everybody can sing along yeah, it's like every hits everybody like yeah here we do so good. Your love by the outfield. Yeah, this is. This is I don't want to but I have other picks. Tonight. You're gonna burn all your kids. What if you have? We're up to seventeen. Dog, no, you're talking to Hook Doctor Blam. I could do this all day. Not karaoke, Doctor. Because I also think one of the things that you get to do when you're doing karaoke is it is it's like kind of like, you know, rock star fantasy camp or whatever. Yeah. So like you know, so when you're doing when you're doing like when you're doing like uh, like under pressure or whatever, like you can like posture and walk around like you're fucking Freddie Mercury yeah. or whatever. So I feel like this is another non fucking not like right off the bat this is some shit people do at karaoke but it is like dudes who made a career out of like rock star posturing his fucking urge overkill sister havana <laughs> unless i said something really funny right i'm now. no broadway bill lee you know? this sounds just like some 70s cock rock shit but it's from the 90s <laughs> Yeah, this is a good one. This is another one that's like everybody kind of knows it. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they've all heard it before. Right. Yeah. Um, my uh, controversial contention is that Urge Overkill Saturation. 
best rock and roll album in the 1990s. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. yeah. You can sing along. That's all you need is a hook you can sing along with. So, caller, I feel like you got a, like a, <clears throat> you know, added some arrows to your karaoke quiver, my dude. So fucking get out there and <laughs> knock them dead. <laughs> so, uh, last week I had people asking for advice too. Yeah. We had actually a couple of different ones, like an actual straight up, how do you do a thing? Uh-huh. And one of them was a regular caller who asked about walking cats. Yeah. We have a different take than Will's with uh, call number one. Hey there, Bo and Casey. It's Hi. Molly. Hi. Who? I had a, a follow-up, actually, a, a kind of a message for Will. <laughs> and Will, I love you, man. Fellow member of the Tele family. And I don't question that you have expertise in some things cats. She's really about to, like, lower the boom, like you can tell. Like, I'm going to qualify this a lot, because I'm about to fucking tell you how it is. That um, finding a cat in the bow tie sounds pretty legit. That shit happened. (laughs) But you can totally leash train cats. All three of my cats are trained to walk on a leash. Word? So, tell a friend, if you have any further cat expertise questions, you know where to find the real cat expert. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Damn dog. Hey there, Bo and Casey. Yeah. Okay. Before before you reply to this call, uh huh. Play call number seven. Hey buddies. Hello. Um, this is tech support calling with a few pointers um, and answers to your questions that maybe you didn't know you were asking me. But here we go. Bo. Yes. When you're playing. The messages in iTunes. Yeah. What if you press the little button up there at the top that's the up next button and just hit clear while you're playing the message? That's not always going to work if the message is really short and you have to go up there and click in time. I don't know. I read it on the internet. Some people say that works. (laughs) My other answer to this question is why even use iTunes? Huh. Think about that. Use Google Drive instead, because one of the features, perhaps a bug, I don't know, it bothers me, but it could work out perfectly for you, is that sound files in Google Drive only play one at a time, which is great for you. That if you're trying to listen to an album that your friend uploaded <laughs> for you and you have to go and play the next song. Dog, we could so, do Google Drive. Yeah. This has been tech support trying to help you with some technical problems, although... I don't really think they're problems. It's just part of the show. It just happens, you know? So, good luck. Tell me if they work. Bye. <laughs> if you had any idea how many of the fucking me restarting the call shits that I added out versus how many I leave in. Well, enough for me to plan ahead with this call. <laughs> knowing you would do it at some point during this episode. That's fucked up. <laughs> Yo, thanks. Uh, yo, let's do Google Drive next time. I gotta, I gotta make some tweaks. I feel like we can do it. <laughs> I thought that might that was like, yo, that's some helpful that shit. That was genuinely helpful call. Word. Like, oh, thank you. Thank we you. Make things better together. We'll have a decent show. <laughs> <laughs> so we now know how to how to do our sounds right. Right. 
We now know where to go with cat advice. You know what? I think we're going to change the fucking RSS settings of our fucking podcast, too. We're about to change the game. Shit. Yeah. Can, before we do that, uh-huh. could you do something for me? Sure. Explain to me what RSS settings are off air. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, we have. You know, we'll keep on the advice train. We got more coming with cool. uh, call number three. Hi. <laughs> I do hope I have reached technical support. <laughs> I was wondering, <laughs> would you be able to share with us some of your most delectable recipes? Thank you so much, darling. That was a weird call. Yeah, man. Delectable recipes. Delectable recipes. You got a delectable recipe? I do not. I got the secret to making the greatest scrambled eggs of all time. What's the secret? Do you want to share that secret? Man, I don't know. Why'd you bring it up, man? It's kind of a signature dish. Yeah, okay. You do make a good scrambled egg. Here's the way you can make good scrambled eggs. One. Stuff, like, yo, you know how to make scrambled eggs, so I'm not going to tell you how to make scrambled eggs. I'm yeah, just gonna you don't need you. to I'll tell you how to make great scrambled eggs. Step one. Step Look one. up how to make scrambled eggs. Yeah. Learn that. Learn it the dumb way, then do it this way. <laughs> uh, one, like, secret number one is add one egg yolk for every two eggs in the mix. One egg yolk for two, okay. Yeah. Step two is, like, uh, people, some people add water. To mm-hmm. their scrambled eggs, some people add milk. What you want to add is half and half. One half, one half. Mix that shit up with a fork as fast as you can, and then you whip it. Whip it good. And then you fucking put it on like, 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 just on the edge of medium low heat. Like you want to fucking. It needs to take at least like eight to ten minutes to cook these eggs. Constantly right. scraping, and you get a delicious pudding-like consistency of a scrambled egg. Pudding. 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 I did my own, like, air. You remember What's Your Name, Puddentang? What's Your Name, Puddentang? What the fuck is that about? I have no idea. I, like, I'm afraid it's racist, so I don't want to... It's, <laughs> it's the Tain part there? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. That doesn't feel good. Mm-mm. Does that does that answer? I feel like an idiot. Like, I don't know. Should no, I... no, that 100% answers the question. Okay. That's my most delectable recipe. First time I listened to this call, I, uh, I was pretty sure he said collectible collectible recipe before like when we just listened i was like oh he said delectable huh every time i fucking give advice i feel like an asshole oh we have no idea what we're talking because i'm in no way qualified to to give advice speaking of people who have no way qualified to give advice Uh uh-huh call number two gentlemen kc pop here (laughs) i may be the oldest telefriend Recently celebrated my 67th birthday. Happy birthday. At my age, the celebration consisted of taking a nap and buying a new t-shirt. Nice. The T says, the weather is here. Wish you were beautiful. (laughs) Birthdays are a time of reflection. They should... (laughs) 57 years ago... My father set me down and gave me the only life advice he would ever offer and all I would ever need. Oh. My question to you, what would be your life advice for your child? The wisdom I received so long ago was, Son, never put your man parts 
into anything that has a power cord. Whoa. <laughs> this has carried me well. <laughs> he called them man parts? Though at the time, it made me look at the family toaster differently. <laughs> I'll leave you with the poetry <laughs> of Trent Reznor. <laughs> Okay, so for the next minute and a half, there's Trent Reznor playing in the background. Holy shit. I'm fucking dying. There's a lot there on that call. Man. There's a lot going on in that call. <laughs> <clears throat> so first, you had, some, you, you, you had something when he talked about the t-shirt he got himself for his birthday. I feel like they should just give you one of those shirts <laughs> when you turn 67. That's awesome. Uh, shit. Did you did so that was that was Casey Pop. That's that's my dad. Your dad. That is my father. So what type of science did <clears throat> did your dad drop on you? Same thing. Just don't stick your man parts <laughs> in anything with a power cord. Pretty much. See, I had, I had conflicting thoughts about that one. I don't know if that one's going to be true forever. You don't think it's going to be true forever? No. I think science will come up with a machine that I want to be required to stick my dick in. (laughs) Just to check and make sure nothing's wrong with it? That's how you check and make sure there's nothing wrong with the machine. (laughs) The machine's going to be like a microwave. It's just going to be how you fix it. Oh, man. (laughs) I remember... I remember my buddy's dad told me one time, he was like, you get to be my age, you never trust a fart, and you never waste a boner. (laughs) (laughs) So also, this was almost the exact same conversation you all had last week about offering your own 14-year-old self-advice. Yes, yes. And I wanted to say, when I... Gave that call for you guys to use. Your answer is exactly my answer. So when I was listening to the episode, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, Weird. That's exactly what I would say. Hold on one second. We gave the exact advice advice that you would have given your 14-year-old self. You what? specifically gave what the did exact I, same advice. Which, what did I say? Don't be mean, dog. Just like, fucking stop being mean. It is way easier just to be nice or be nothing. Yeah, man. You know, it's fun to make fun of shit. I get that. Yeah. Like, totally. Do it a lot. Yeah. But like... Hang out. Don't be out to hurt nobody's feelings. There's right. no reason to. Right? Word. I'm with you. I think that would have solved so much problems for me if I had heard that and like <sighs> took it in. Right. Like yeah. at an early age. Weirdly, I got that advice at like age 17 when I had a radio show in high school. And like I was just being a dick on the air or whatever. And the guy. You're pump upping the volume. Pumping up the volume. Yeah, basically. I was living out my fucking pump up the volume dreams, yeah. which is legit why, A, I had a radio show, and B, we have a <laughs> podcast now. Um, but it's like the dude who owned the station was like, yeah, dog, you're really funny. It's just all you are is mean. And that's not tough to do. And I was like, yeah, fuck that. So was this like a person that worked at the school? Like it wasn't a school. It was a legit radio. Oh, it was station. like a radio radio show. I thought it was like a school radio. No, nah, it was a real thing. 
See, I don't think I've ever got, I ever got that advice. I like had to like kind of come to that myself. Like I didn't have the. That was good advice. If I'd have gotten this other like, so my buddy, my buddy, one time when I was like eighteen or nineteen, um, <clears throat> we had gone on this crazy trip to New York, like in the middle of college, and uh, my friend sat me down and he was like, "Dog." Your problem is you hang out. Like, you're really good at hanging out. And you can either hang out or be successful, but you can't do both. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, man. That's really true. I think, I think the best 14-year-old advice would be like, here's how, things, here, here's how things actually work. Right. Like, here's how taxes work. Here's how... Fuck. Here's how investing <laughs> works. Here's how retirement actually works. Shit, if I... How does that? Uh, yeah, that would be it, great 34-year-old well, advice, dog. Somebody, like, go tell back, somebody go tell 40-year-old <laughs> me so I can figure this shit out now. You have a head start. I do. You, it's like, so what? kind of what bothered me, not bothered me, but what has been needling at me for the past week since since I we talked about that is that it seems like that age of your life, like, because is the is the caveat that you would actually listen to? Yeah, yeah. Because the, the it seems like that era, the advice, that era of your life, it seems like is the time where, you're, like, between like fourteen and twenty is like when I'm taking advice the yeah. most. It seems like that's. I, mean, when, I think like fourteen, I'm still a pretty sweet kid. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I can be convinced like you're doing this right. Be keep continue being this nice person for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's be nice, dog. Yeah. Uh, let's go with call number five. I'm not even going to set this one up. Okay. This is Jonathan. I have a question. Um, okay. I need you to find uh, a resource that helps one find an older gentleman to hang out with in a mentoring situation. Wow. Um, the man that I'm going to want to hang out with is going to... What? I want his hair to be all so white. Far. Doesn't matter how long it is. He needs to have a beard. Also, doesn't matter how long that is. Actually, he doesn't need to have a beard. It would be nice. Um, he will wear mostly wool, wool socks. Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah, wool canvas. Um, canvas and wool sandals. I don't know, but he will be efficient in the nuance of hammering pitons into rocks. That's what I want out of him. Um, chocks. Friends, nuts, bolts, that kind of thing. Um, elegant rope work. Um, I need this man to um, this show me dude. some things. So, you know, figure that out. Mentoring uh, meetup. Preferably in the, the New York City area. Okay. Okay, thanks. It sounds like... Okay. Sorry. It's fuck <laughs> shit, man. It sounds like you're looking for like a handy Allen Ginsberg. <laughs> it's like a real a handy uh Mark Twain impersonator. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got sandals. He's canvas and wool and he's rocking sandals. Um fuck. the thing you gotta ask yourself, caller, is what are you giving this guy? What are you bringing to the table? What? You well, have? I, you're a willing mentee, but what? Like, it feels like if you have a mentor, it's like this guy, right? This dude taught me how to 
lay brickwork and shit. Like, there's like a thing I learned. Yeah. Is that an apprenticeship? It, yeah, but the yeah, that's what that is. But what he's getting out of it is he doesn't have to do grunt work for a bit because you're doing it. Yeah, you're handling his lightweight, and he's yeah. you're learning a skill or a trade. But that's yeah. an apprenticeship. I don't know if that's really a mentor because a mentor can also be like a big big brother situation. Where so he's like, this guy wants somebody to teach him how to hammer in is it pitons. Pitons. I thought it was pitton. Man, we, we gotta stay away from these peas before we get a scream in studio. We, we really need pitten. a pitten. Pitten. A pitten. A pitten. We gotta. You don't want to pop the pea. Pitten. 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 Piton. Where would you find a mentor? So he wants a piton loving. Yeah. Mark Twain impersonator who wears sandals. He wants with David elegant? Cross as Allen Ginsberg playing Andy Dufresne. <laughs> with elegant rope work. Elegant rope work, which, that's... In the New York area. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to find one, that's probably where he's at. For sure. I would say, like, the down by the, like, what are those things? Like the naval yards or whatever in New York? Sure. I would, I would pop down to that shit. That guy's smoking a pipe somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like, yeah. All right. This is like a, oh yeah. It's almost Hemingway in what you're looking for. All right, Bo, you're starting a <clears throat> service mm-hmm. to connect mentors and mentees. Yeah. What's the name of that service? Mentos. Taken. That's the candy. Refreshing. Uh, Refreshing mint. Are the Mentos is a mint, right? Yeah. The yeah. fresh maker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're minty. Okay. They suck. Yeah, they're terrible. Um shit, I, I don't know. Uh men Men to men. Men to men. Men to tees. Men and tees. Men to tees? That Ma- sounds like <laughs> male titties. Male titties. <laughs> Let's, get, let's get serious. There's gonna be a lot of overlap. <laughs> Um, gentlemen mentor, gentle mentors, gentle mentors, gentle mentors. Yeah. All right. Solved another problem. Good job, boss. Yep. Just knocking them out. All right. We got another problem to solve. Number eight. Dude, we're just fucking knocking them out. Yeah. Did Chance the Rapper save rap? And if you don't think it's saved, does he have the potential to? I've got a Did f- Chance the Rapper. Let's just hear him say this again because I don't fucked it up. Saved. Does he have the potential to? <laughs> the space bar can get away from you. <laughs> just going to not touch anything. Google Drive, they say? Google, I hear Google Drive might be a thing. <laughs> Google take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yo, did Chance the Rapper save rap? I've got a question first. Go. What does rap need to be saved from? Being the most popular form of music? Cause. Well, I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, rap is a thing that, it, you know, like rock and roll gets pronounced dead every I think this is time like the there's first a new generation. Of, rap is getting the. I don't know, man. Like, out. Nas had that hip hop is dead shit from like five, six, yeah, seven years ago. Yeah, but that's just because Nas is kind of dead. No. That wasn't because How rap you? was dead. How dare you? It's not true, but it's still what <clears throat> he thought. Um, I think what he's 
talking about is that like the the where it seems like rap is headed is towards like that sort of like melodic auto-tune future and young thug style trap music and like there's like not as many spitters as there were there's not as many like straight up rapping ass rapidy rappers mm-hmm. um i don't know that he saved it though i just i, I do think he made it because like you say, like it's fucking it's it's the dominant musical genre, right? Yeah. And has been for ten years. Alright, so, so But he did make rapping your ass off cool again. Who should I who should I be rooting against here? Just tell me tell me how to feel about Okay. Who should I be rooting against? And who should I be rooting for? In in rap? Yes. You should be rooting for Chance the Rapper. Okay. You should be rooting for what I call the little Wayneissance. You should be rooting for uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of guys to root for. Who should you root against? Yeah. Why you got to root against anybody? I don't know. He's got to save. He's saving it from something. I don't know. I don't know that you want to root against anybody. Right. Stay positive. Yeah, man. Yeah. Good question. I fucking Chance the Rapper rules. Also, Chance the Rapper is instrumental in the Little Wayne songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that happening now? Yeah, I think 2017 is where you'll see the full on. Resurgence of Lil Wayne. Didn't he do that weird like rock album? He did a couple of terrible things, man. <laughs> what if that's what he does again? What if he comes out? And he's like, guys, ska music. <laughs> Check this out, <laughs> Lil Wayne, real big fish. Oh God, coming at you. Oi, that'd be tough. That'd be tough to deal with. Real big fish, Lil Wayne. Real big Wayne. Duo album. There we go. Thanks. <laughs> that's all I needed. Call six. Call six. Hey there, telefriend. Hey. It is Rachel here. So I have some thoughts about this baby naming contest. Oh, shit. Uh, based on episode 14 and mainly the fact that in Jewish tradition, which I know you're not Jewish, or I assume you're not Jewish. Sorry if I just made a bad assumption. Uh, you don't name a child after a living person. Ooh. And because... Uh, if the angel of death, in quotes, uh, needs to go collect the Casey Sr., oh. it might take the Casey Jr. by mistake. And so the tradition Dumb old death. is that if you're going to name a kid <laughs> after a member of your family, that member of the family should have already been collected by said angel of death. Makes so sense, fair warning, I'm sure you can name your daughter Casey without any uh, cosmic or mortal implications but i would think that uh, a nice girl's name is something uh kind of old-fashioned and timeless like uh pearl or cora or uh dorothy is kind of nice because you can shorten it to dotty and that seems very 50s which may not be the direction we want but uh just some thoughts for y'all talk to you later bye how do you feel about Cora or Dottie? So two of the three that they sa- she says oh, are names one. of... What was the first one? Uh, Pearl. Pearl. Are names of people we know as kids. Oh, right. That we are like, these are badass names. Like, right. They're like, are names like this kind of names. I, I have I a... I like Dorothy. Yeah? Yeah. I have a... I have a... I have a... A naming thing. Okay. That I'm going to tell you. 
I've got a naming thing I want to tell you, so. Okay. My naming thing is I'm going to hear henceforth, heretofore. What does it mean when I'm saying from here on in? From here on in. Yeah. I'm going to fucking recuse myself from the naming of your child process. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You don't want to taint the pool? I just don't want to not be positive. It's like, fuck, this is a show about positivity <laughs> yeah, is what this shit is. Like... I don't want to not be positive about any fucking naming suggestion. I don't want to shit on anybody's deal. I don't want to be like, that sounds dumb, and then you name your kid that. I don't want to do any of that shit. So I'm just saying I'm full-on supportive of any and all ideas. Uh, That's where I'm at now. What if they're my ideas coming from me and not the callers? Who am I going to turn to for for honest advice if not my good friend and co-host? Yeah, it's a dilemma. I just don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, so I'm on record as having reservations about Casey as a girl's name. Yes, I I, I don't like that I'm on record with those reservations. I feel like I feel like I was just a naysayer. Like, fuck, man. You know? No, I, no. I think I think. That's part of the the part of the fun is because then if you name your daughter Casey, then I'm like, yeah, I thought it was a dumb name. If everybody's like. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't say anything. Then I don't. I'm. I have to say all the names to people so I get feedback. So right. I don't do something weird. Like I didn't think of that. Right. Like. Right. You know, if they're like, "Oh, that sounds like this," I'm like, "Oh, that's a murderer's name." I can't do that. <laughs> right. Okay. Fair enough. We had a friend with who had a pretty good idea. Of Conflicted. Not giving your child a middle name at all, then telling them their entire life when they turn like sixteen or seventeen, <laughs> we'll go to the courthouse and you can pick your middle name. Oh, that's pretty good. So you have your whole life to have that story that you tell everybody. If you to think had about it. picked your middle name at sixteen, Megatron. Okay. <laughs> no. I think it's a pretty good idea. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's in the mix. If you have a naming suggestion for Casey's uh, unborn strong female athletic daughter, placeholder Clankly. Clankly, please give us a call at three zero four five one eight jams. Jams. Um, but I had my first parental nightmare kind of panic dream oh word yeah last night do you think that's going to be like a thing with you i think it's a thing that happens okay so like i often have dreams about my cats getting out of the house because they're indoor cats and they're like not being able to find them right so i had the dream that molly and i they're out without their leashes yeah molly and i took our newborn child who happened to be a soft shell crab the size of a quarter Okay. Out of the house. And for some reason, where we decided to go was tidal pools. Where's tidal pools? Like, tidal pools. Where they're well, that the makes dream. sense as a soft shell crab. But it's also my baby, and I kept dropping it in the water. Yeah, well, that's what it wants to and do. And I couldn't find it. Because there was other crabs. Do you? And I kept looking at Molly in the dreams and saying, why the fuck did we go to a tidal pool? <laughs> what did she say? She just kept shrugging and looking, help me look for the baby. She was like, look, baby's gonna baby, dog. <laughs> did I have a soft shell crab? <laughs> That's fucking weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel really good about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should, because it's the last fucking call we got. I feel really good about me and you back in business, EPMD Here style. Here we go again. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we're back in business. Back in the saddle. Back to Basics? Basics.
This has been episode 17 back of fucking Telefriends, dog. We Please. fucking did it. Positive. Positivity is the key. Social crab. What if you had a dance troupe called the Soft Shoe Crabs? And, it, and you had to, like, wear one big shoe. <laughs> everybody wears the same shoe. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody has one foot into in one giant oh, shoe. One gi- <laughs> and then a foot free to pivot. Okay. They're action foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yo. This has been episode 17. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Can't fucking have a show without an audience. Thanks so much for calling our show. We can't fucking have a call-in show without people calling in. You guys are the best. Thanks also to our man Taku for the use of his theme song, Supposed to Do, off the album. Do what you love. Do what you love. I almost said Taku. Off the album Taku. (laughs) Uh, Fuck, man. What else? Um... We got to stop doing that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> if, uh, yo, if you have fucking questions, stories, topics, comments, suggestions, anything or whatever, don't hesitate to call. Hope to hear from you soon. 304 
This is the part we edit while we look for a song. <laughs> edit while we look for a song.